ask you about uh, some sexual stuff now. <laughs> like, because I mean, like, for some reason, when I talk about like squirting and shit like that, uh-huh. my numbers go up. So, is that a is that a go for you? <laughs> no, that's a no go for me. Okay. I, I don't <laughs> All right, we'll do a no go on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> King podcast podcast and i'm here with a special guest i like to spotlight entrepreneurs i like to spotlight special people go ahead and introduce yourself and let everybody know where they can reach out to you hi i'm uh andrea mc washington your houston real estate agent i am uh sir i serve houston and the surrounding areas including uh harris montgomery county walker county you name it. Um, if you want to uh, buy, sell, or lease real estate, you can reach me at my website, Andrea Mac Washington at kw.com or um, 832-703-0028. I'm gonna put that number right there too, just so they could call you and so they can get their pig skins and get them a motherfucking house. Thank um, you. Where are you from originally? Originally, uh, originally I'm from Texas, but I moved away uh, once I became an adult and started having children. I stayed in Anchorage, Alaska for almost 25 years, and now I'm back in Texas. Anchorage, Alaska. So it was like fucking mooses and like 30 days of sunlight and shit like that, for real? That's what people think. No, actually, you lose more and more sun. Uh, you lose a few minutes of sunlight each day in the winter but in the summer you gain a few minutes of sunlight each day so eventually in the summer it's 24 hours of daylight and eventually in the winter you reach 24 hours of darkness but it doesn't get completely dark or completely light unless you're way further up north towards the uh, north pole mm, so they have like a lot of alaskans and like what is the food like out there and what is the smell? I like to go on smells when I go to new places. Does <laughs> it smell, smell like, like whale snow. blubber? It smells like, it smells like dirty snow. Dirty. But, uh, <laughs> but the food is the same as it is here, except for it's more expensive to live there than it is here. Everything is the same. We have, um, during the course of me living there, we started getting different things like we do here. Like we got a, finally got a Walmart, you know, by the time I was there for like 10 years and then we started, we got a Sam's Club and just different things like that. But I mean, it's basically the same. There's black people there, just like it is here, you know, and I mean, it's just, it's more diverse. You know, you have, of course, your native Alaskans, which yeah, are like, those, but. Do they yeah. identify as like a black or a ethnic, like do they identify as people of color? No, they're natives. That's their land. They are, we, you know, they are native Alaskans. Mm. So we are infringing on their land. Just like. Oh, so they like, uh, fuck the you, white or black. This is our land. And that's right. That's, yeah. that's theirs. That's we'll their territory. We'll eat all the blubber we want. They're not white. <laughs> <laughs> They're not white or black. They are native. Just they like are the natives. Indians are natives. Yeah. Well, you know, there's this whole big giant debate that, um, natives are brown people too and you know black people like to always claim everybody and say oh you black too come on over here and join our fight until we really got a fight and then they disappear so I, just they, was- I, I will say this they have uh 
they have experienced uh, the, uh, probably the same amount of atrocities that we have mm, throughout history. Definitely. And they have been, you know, uh, they have been put through some of the same things that we've been put through. They've been killed in a tremendous amounts, just like oh, yes. we have. So, I mean, in that in that respect, we can all relate, you know, because at the end of the day, we are we were all uh, put at the bottom of the total pole, so to speak. We were all, uh, you know, cast aside when Christopher Columbus came over over to America. Or wherever he landed with his ignorant ass. Speak facts, sister. What made you get into real estate? Well, it was kind of, I really wanted to be a real estate agent uh, back in the day. But um, since I was having kids and having to have the responsibility of being a single parent, raise them, I opted just to have a steady job rather than have a job where you earn commission. So once I uh, wrapped up my career, my airline career, I decided to pursue something that I wanted to do for a change. My kids are grown. I have grandkids. So I just branched out uh, and took a chance on, I, I pretty much bet on myself. Was it more for the money or it's for the just money the experience too. of it? It's for the money too. Don't, just let, for nobody the money. You. Don't let nobody tell you it's not for the money because yeah. that's why we go to work every day for the money. Okay. We need money to survive. So everything we do in, in, in regards to work is for the money. Uh, it, it, it may not be the same percentage for everyone, but yes, for the money, I felt like it was a good way for me to earn a living in my semi-retirement. Plus, it was something that I enjoyed doing. Most definitely. What do you think is most misunderstood about the business? Most people think the real estate agent is the first point of, point of contact. They think that the real estate agent is going to prove the loan. They're going <laughs> to, they're going to, you know, they're going to um, be the deciding factor in whether you get in the house or not. But that's not true. The real estate agent comes after you get the loan approval we want the pre-approval so that we know that you can afford to buy a house how much house you can afford where we're going to be shopping at and that we're not just wasting our time or your time so you know what i wanted to get into that because do you find that you get that a lot like people be like yo i got this money can you give me a house and you have to do you help them or do you have to like piece them with well, four or five different other people yeah, I send them back to the mortgage lender or the loan officer to get the pre-approval. Because unless you're paying cash on, you're buying a house with totally cash, you need a loan officer or a mortgage lender. You have to go back to them. They have to get the pre-approval. They have to get all your documentation, find out if you're credit worthy, and then they give you the pre-approval. You take that pre-approval to the real estate agent and we start looking for you a house. Now, the mortgage lender also, um, they're the ones that wraps up the deal because you if you only have the pre-approval, it still has to go to the underwriter and be approved. The mortgage lender also helps you with down payment assistance if you qualify for down payment assistance. The real estate agent does not handle anything financial in your transaction. We don't do that. We handle everything that's... Uh, more like the documentation we help you to navigate through the process it's kind of like an attorney you have an attorney in the courtroom that speaks for you and that uh works in your best interest 
that's what the real estate agent does because we don't want you to be taken advantage of when you're home shopping or when you're trying to navigate through the paperwork, which is legal and buying the paperwork, which we don't understand. We, we help you to navigate through that entire process. And we also tell you step-by-step step what the home buying process is all about. Have you ever got anybody that was fucking super pissed with you because they had their money? It was like, yo, I want a house. And you tell them, hey, you got to do all this other kind of shit before you come fucking with me. Do they get like super mad and shit? Like, oh, uh, you're not going to. No. Well, I, I had a lot of people that think that real estate agents uh, uh, are scam artists or they don't only because they're not educated about what a real estate agent really is supposed to do we're not we don't repair credit we don't do any of that None of all that we shit. do is we help you through the home transaction yeah that's it let them know again that the real estate agent cannot fix your credit they <laughs> do not take payments no they don't we do none of that because we because i'm gonna tell you the truth I, I, before i bought my first house that's what i fucking thought i called a real estate agent i was like yo I got 10%. I'm ready to go. I could have got hustled. They could have been like, all right, just give me that 10%. I got Let's you. Just go. I'd have been out of there. So let them know you got to go through steps. It's baby steps. You got to go through before you start That's fucking right. with the big dogs. Um, That's right. And there's a lot of people involved before you get to me. Got you. For all of those up and coming real estate agents that want to get into the game. Ooh. What <laughs> what advice would you give them? Woo! Be prepared for um, the competition. Mm. And it's fierce. It is fierce. It's it's a tough game to get into uh, because um, the real estate the real estate game uh, works like this. If you are well known. If a lot of people, if a, a people know that you sold, you know, umpteen millions of houses, they love you. If if you are just starting out in the real estate industry, they are so skeptical about whether or not you have the ability to do what you do. That let me just tell you, what what real estate agents do is not rocket science. Okay, you don't have to be in this game for a hundred years to know how to do what you do in the real estate industry and do it well. You just have to know how to navigate through the process and help somebody else navigate through the process. That's it. You just have to be educated. You you have to you have to be a people person and you have to be willing to work with those people that call you and and they are like you said they're mad, they're upset, they're stressed out. You have to know how to work with those people and um you know just just keep your calm and navigate and help them navigate. Let me add this. Don't don't believe what you see on uh selling Tampa cuz that's not real real estate. That's <laughs> it. That's let me just tell you. It's beautiful. Oh. It's 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 good to watch. It's good it's good reality TV, but you're not selling a house every day. You're mm. spending money, but you're not you're not making money every single day. Gotcha. Spending money on open houses and cookies from broke motherfuckers coming in there looking at your house and breathing on it and like, oh, maybe I want this. You know you're nothing about this house. You're just coming for some free shit. But we, um, make, we live for that. Getting educated in the industry that you want to be in as an entrepreneur, is that really important? Because a lot of times I've been noticing certain demographics or certain age demographics they say oh i don't need college i don't need this i just need the experience of it and i say you always need higher learning when you're getting into anything would you suggest higher learning in real estate so anything that you want to 
bust out and make some real motherfucking coins. I feel like every college is not for everyone. I I didn't go to college. Well, actually, I I did start off, but I didn't finish college. But it did it never stopped me in advancing in life and in advancing in a whole career. So if a if a a child or a young adult does not want to go to college, let's not pressure them into going to college and accumulating all that student loan debt that they got to pay back with a job that they're not making enough enough money to pay it back. Let's have them to um, establish what they would want to do. And if it's a trade, then go learn a trade skill. Go go get something that's going to help you make some money and be productive other than going to college. Now, if they want to go to college, I'm all for it. I back that too. There's no right or wrong answer. It just depends on who the person is. But personally, I think the way to go is to learn a trade. And you know, I don't even like to say that college is not for everybody because... I feel like it's about an experience, it's a mentality. Um, you can get two-year degrees, you, you don't have to get a full bachelor's, mm-hmm. but it's the connections you meet at these colleges. I agree. Because a lot of times I learned in my life is not what you know, it's who you know. And the movers and the shakers are at these institutes. I agree, but what if they find another way to find the movers and shakers outside of college? I never knew... I, I network with a lot of people and again I didn't go to college you just have to know how to network you can find somebody in a grocery store you can meet somebody in a grocery store that's on a high level and network with them and that person can invest in you and you can get to where you want to be it just depends on your networking capability I the reason why I say college is not for everyone is because it's a reality. A lot of our kids do not go to college. They don't go anywhere beyond high school, but they're stuck in a minimum wage job because they don't actually have any skills, any marketable yes. skills. You have to have something aside from your good looks and a big ass to sell to the potential employer. You have to have something that's marketable and gonna, and that person is going to say, you know what, I could use that in my company. Come on over here. But if we don't go to college and we don't develop any skills, then we're just, you know, stuck like Chuck. What do you think the difference is between an entrepreneur and a hustler? And is there? No, there's no difference between an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is a hustler. You know, just on a different level, I think they're both basically the same. Now, the distinction comes when you're doing something legal or illegal. That's the only distinction between an entrepreneur and a hustler. If you're doing something illegal, then you're taking your hustling to a different level. If you're doing something legal and you're hustling, then it's the same as being an entrepreneur. I get, I have to hustle every day. To make something happen you know i can't just sit at home and wait for something to come to me and i'm not going to a job clocking in every day so i ha- i gotta hustle when did the fucking word a separate has the most when did when did it turn into like a hustler or hustling is like that's considered illegal and entrepreneur is legal like I don't even think the word even means entrepreneur. I think the word is more like an action word. Like that entrepreneur is a hustler, meaning they go out and get it. They they, they keep moving. Ah. Right. I don't think, I, I didn't mean that hustling is illegal. I yeah, think that yeah. when you do something illegal, you take your hustle to a different level. Gotcha. Meaning 
a hustle and an entrepreneur are both the same thing, one and the same. But when you the hustler does something illegal, then you you dealing with a whole nother different aspect of hustlers. Mm-hmm. Speak facts, sister. You said you came from the airline industry. Have you ever been in a plane crash? Never, no. Never. Have you ever seen a pilot drunk? Never, no. Never. Oh, that's awesome. Never. Have you ever been drunk on a plane? <laughs> <laughs> Not well. I well, I wasn't a flight attendant. I was uh, I was the manager at Houston Intercontinental Airport for the airline that I worked for. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, and also I worked in Alaska two weeks on, two weeks off after that. So I actually flew back and forth to Alaska. So being drunk on a plane, yes, but I wasn't working. Oh, but you wasn't working. Okay. And you never seen uh, any drunk airline pilots? No, I never seen anybody, any drunk employees on the plane. Baby, if I did, trust me, I wouldn't be on that plane and I would have reported What's the, you know what, what's the dating like in Alaska? Is it is it like a... It's horrible. <laughs> it's non-existent almost. It's horrible because I mean Alaska is like it's like being on an island. Yeah. So if you're living in Anchorage, Alaska, there's really nowhere to go, you know, and the people that are on the island are the same people that you see all the time. So there's not really any um dating options if you've already dated somebody there and you know it's just it's horrible. Okay. So there's no like uh, juke joint or no like speakeasy out there where yeah, they play really yeah, blues and yeah. shit. It's all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, okay. there's places to go and hang out. You know, we have clubs, we have older clubs, younger clubs. We have uh, places where you go and you know they do poetry. All types of places. I mean, you can go. You can definitely have a social life, but the dating side of having a social life, a baby, this. Do you do you online date? Or are you familiar with the? I have I have online dated, but I I mean I was disappointed. I probably ninety nine percent of the time when I met ninety nine. Come on now, the odds got to be better than that. <laughs> when I met that person in person, I was very disappointed. I mean, they could have said the same about me, but I was disappointed when I met him in person. One guy I met in person, and I had already told my kids, "Hey, I'm going on a date," and I always tell them, you know, get them the information about where I'm gonna be at. And I told him, if it's not working out, I'm going to send you a text. You call me, and then I'm going to say, okay, I got to go. It, he showed up in these sweatpants and a dirty shirt. He said he had been working around the house all day. He didn't change clothes. Nothing. And I was just like, you know what? You need to put no effort. So let me send this text. They called me, and I left. <laughs> uh, well, he wasn't going to put any effort to come see you. He wasn't going to put no effort in the relationship. Um... To me, I find it that the online dating is like, it's like a club where everybody could get in for free. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't know what the fuck is in there. <laughs> it has not helped the black community when it comes to, you know, marriages and coming together. I mean, yeah, there's some, you know, success stories, but I just find like old school running up on someone and saying, hey, how you doing? A genuine conversation. It's the best way to do it, and I really wish we would get it back into that shit. Yeah, we um, need to get back to that because this uh, life is a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Thing, I'm not into that. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. People don't even date no more. We don't even date no more. That I mean, I mean, I, I, I may be running into the wrong men, but 
they just well, I mean, what do you consider as a date? Like going to dinner, meeting <laughs> up? They don't do that no more. Listen, I've been on plenty of dates before the last ten years. Well, you know, no, before the last five years, I've been on plenty of dates. I, I you know, we both know what dates are. We oh, yes. go out, and it doesn't even have to be the man pay. Somebody pay for the meal. You yeah. have a good time. You have some good conversation. You enjoy each other's company, and you get to know each other. But baby, they want to skip that process and go straight to the bedroom or this Netflix and chill. Or let me come over to your place, man. I'm not trying to do all of that. You not no. You not feeling. I don't know. I kind of like the Netflix here. and chill and eat fucking cookies and shit like that because it's fucking COVID out there. What do you think, as a community, we can do to make our family structure stronger? Well, see, I'm out of touch. I don't know anything about the buzzwords. And even if I do, um, that's I just don't pay any attention to buzzwords because gotcha. I'm just real. You know, what you see is what you get. Yeah. I don't I don't put up any pretense. I don't, you know, try to be somebody that I'm not. I'm not trying to keep up with anybody. I'm not in competition. It's just me. But I think that you hit the nail on the head when you said there is a battle going on and nobody wants to give any any leeway everybody wants to have leverage on the other person and say well i need a man that has this 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 and this and then the man say well i need a woman that can do this 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 and this and nobody wants to actually be that person that the other person needs i think if we get back to trying to figure out what that person needs in a relationship and that person figure out what we need in a relationship we learn how to speak each other's love language then we'll reach another level of respect, lo- loyalty, and love in the relationship. But other than that, we ain't gonna never get there. Cause we always, for one thing, we don't even respect each other. Okay. Mm. Speak facts. It's all about the respect. If you Speak don't respect facts. somebody, then naturally you're not gonna try to appease that person. You're not gonna try to be that person, uh, be who that person wants you to be. And you're not gonna try to compromise with that person. You're gonna be like, I am who I am and you can respect me or not. If you don't respect me, then you don't know about your business. But you know, we just gotta get off our high horses and focus on what relationship really means. And it, it, in all honesty, uh material material things has nothing to do with having a good relationship with someone good relationship good communication skills that part good partnership that, because that, yeah. and good health you started your business after your children got a little bit older um after you, you this is something that you wanted to do and and i'm in the same boat i you know i wanted i've been wanting to start things start my own business and it was a fear for me it was like Yo, if I don't get a job, if I if I jump out and say, hey, I'm going to start my own business, am I going to be able to pay the bills? Am I going to be able to do these things? And it's like we all, you know, our generation kind of waits till the kids are out of school to start a business where we could have did this. Because I, I always say, if I knew now what I knew when I was 20, I would have ended this shit. Because I would have, I should have made that leap long time ago. And I would tell anybody believe in yourself you're worth more than your five thousand dollar bills a month or whatever your bills a month you're worth more than that you can do you know like you you can accomplish it Mm -hmm. if you keep going just like you get up every morning to go to a job from nine to five 
dedicating yourself, you could dedicate your, that time to yourself. What stopped the fear for you? Well, I think we've been conditioned, just like you said, to get up and go to work every day to pay the bills, right? So I would, I would encourage a younger person to, yes, go to work to maintain what you have and to make sure that your bills are paid. Okay, we have to do that because yes. it takes money. You know, money rules the world today. So get up, go to work, but make sure you put some money aside to start that business or make sure you put some money aside to uh, invest in yourself, whatever investments you you choose. Also, uh, learn the ins and outs of how to start a business, how to establish business credit, how to uh, get ahead with that without if if you were to lose that job tomorrow which don't quit don't quit your job because you're going to need the money from the job to start the business okay i i i didn't start being a real estate agent without the money it took money for me to take the real estate exam to become a member of the uh um, national real estate association that takes money so keep your day job but make time at night i don't care how tired you are make it a priority to, a priority to work on something that's going to get you out of that situation young people have no hope now they don't have no jobs to look decent decent jobs to look forward to because we've been blocked out of all the decent jobs you have to call call your way into a decent job and if a black person knows well I'm, I'm just gonna say this if another person say knows it. where a decent job is they won't even tell you oh, they the job is taken and it's like well why are you telling me now why didn't you put a put in a good word for me so i could go for an interview we have to start instilling hope in our younger generation we have to be the ones to open these doors for them we have to go before them and say hey i know a, i know a young man he's looking for a job he's a hard worker whatever or even if the young man been in jail you know i know a young man he need a second chance he he is a hard worker give him a chance we don't do that no more we just all for self we don't put in a good word for nobody we so we so jealous of each other until we are scared that somebody's gonna end up with more than we have but we can't be like that because if we all reach the top and we all collectively establish ourselves, man, there's no there's no boundary to what we can accomplish. Yes, if we all focus on our own infrastructure and what we can bring to the community, we all have to find what we're good at and get the experience to 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 build up on it. That, I, I totally agree with you on that. But we don't um, push. We don't push those professions either. We don't push being an electrician. We don't no. push being a, 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 a cop or a fireman. We don't push those those um, career fields, even though those career fields offer a future for our kids. Yes. If you can, if a child is straight out of high school, eighteen years old, and they uh, become a firefighter. By the time that person is in their 40s or early, late 40s, they can retire from that and go choose another field. Yes. And still have an income coming in. But we don't push those. We push other career fields that are a setup for failure. Greg Abbott.
Theodore O'Rourke is, I, I believe, is gonna run against him. Do you think Texas needs Theodore O'Rourke? Well, I do. I think we need somebody other than Greg Abbott. And if uh, O'Rourke is the one that's gonna um, get the job done, whatever the job is, other than what Abbott is doing, then yes, I think we should have him in there because Greg Abbott has screwed up a lot of things, you know, starting with the grid. It didn't start with the grid last year, but that was a big mess up, and nobody's really paid for that big mistake having us in the cold and in the dark. We paid for that fucking shit. We paid for it. Yeah, we paid for it, but I'm just saying somebody should have been held accountable, okay? Instead of them paying the politicians off and making it go away. Okay, Ted Cruz going to Cancun on vacation while we here freezing and stuff in the dark. Freezing all fucking tits Greg Abbott that was on his watch. He should have handled that. He did not handle that. Better O'Rourke has done more not being a governor than Greg, Hab- Greg Abbott has being a governor. More for- subscribe, like, and subscribe. You know, you like, like what I'm doing, subscribe. just go ahead and like, subscribe, and put a comment. If you don't like what I'm doing, put a fucking comment. I'll cuss you out, and then I might change up a little bit. We'll see. <laughs> um, don't change go- up. Don't switch up for nobody. You're doing good. I appreciate you. Let everybody know where they can find you at, and when they get all they shit together, they come holler at you and get the motherfucking house on stilts. MacWashington at kw.com, or you can reach me by phone. You can call me, shoot me a text, what have you. 832-703-0028. And one more thing. There's a big phenomenon going around in the ladies in the lady community. That's this fucking rose thing. Yeah? I just say that I love rose, and if anybody, any ladies watching, they know what I mean. We love rose. Okay, rose is our friend, so we don't have anything bad to say about rose. Rose is not a replacement. Rose is the fill-in, okay? So we're not we're not trying to replace anybody. We're just filling in until we get the right uh, replace. I mean, until we get the right person to take Rose's place. It's like a frozen dinner before the meal the next day, right? This is the Crackhead for the Crackhead Podcast, and I'm fucking out of here. Like and subscribe, goddammit. Like and subscribe.